okay, y'all? Today we have a very special episode. This is actually part two of Zoe Henderson from Function. Um, we decided to split these two episodes up real quick because the first one we just you know wanted to do what we do best. Goof off, talk about beverages, music, just have a lot of fun, connect and chat. Um, and you know, serendipitously and unexpectedly, we actually got into more of a serious conversation about transformative medicine. Um, so I'm gonna put a disclaimer real quick on this episode. Um, this episode might not be for everyone. We do talk about transformative medicine, AKA psychedelic medicine. Um, it does go into psilocybin, which is the psychoactive, the psychoactive side of mushrooms and mm-hmm. different things and things are touched on, but this is in the form of therapy in medicine, not getting mm-hmm. high or anything, talking about that. Um, but it's coming from one Zoe, who's a total plant nerd, um, and speaking from her journey as well as speaking from mine. So it was, I wasn't expecting it to go in. It just kind of, it happened organically, Mm -hmm. but I do want to put, you know, just a heads up if this might be triggering for anyone for any reason, um, this episode might not be for everyone, but it is very educational and you, and everyone does get a glimpse into, um, Zoe's journal journey, but also my journey as well. And it actually, um, unexpectedly gave me a chance to kind of open up about my journey in the space that I do live my life alcohol free, um, and open up. And I really wanted to share this episode, um, with Laura's support and love for it. Um, because I think it's important for us to share our journeys. It helps people feel less alone because you never know if they might be similar or be struggling, um, and have that support group and stuff like that. So from time to time, we might talk about some serious topics um, yeah. and and it might be planned or like this. It was not, it was unplanned, Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a very special episode. There is a lot of information, um, but like I said, it's up to you. It's your choice, uh, but there is a lot of education in it. Um, and if you have any questions, please reach out you know, to myself or to Zoe or anything like that, questions, comments, concerns about it. But at the end of the day, I want our guests, but I also want Laura, especially to speak her truth, be her true self, have her mm-hmm. true voice, as well as myself. Um, and we really want to create a safe, not a bubble. We want to create a safe circle for, mm-hmm. for, for, for people to feel comfortable to share. A container, uh, but we, they call it like a safe container. Container with an op- open. Right. Like, open. <laughs> Free range, a free yeah, range, a free container. range container. It's safe in here, <laughs> but you can also like breathe. <laughs> yes. yes. And I do want to thank, I do want to thank Laura for um, holding space for, for Zoe and I, um, I want to thank Zoe for holding space for me. And of course want to hold space for Zoe as well. Um, and I appreciate you for that. And yeah, I think that it's a wonderful episode and something dear to my heart and, and real quick, where this conversation came from is we actually, you'll hear about it in the episode. We got asked to do a transformative medicine event in Austin for South by Southwest in March mm. and um, by a wellness center that does mm. transform this medicine and therapy. Um, I'll actually be there um, again in a couple of days um, oh. and doing a special ceremony with them, but that's where it came to be. And it was the first year that South by Southwest did this and it will always be there. Um, I think this last part needs to be cut off because I'm just rambling. Oh no, uh, that's so. okay. Well, we'll I'll figure that out. But um, yeah. 
one of the reasons why I've been a little quiet during this intro and, and during many parts of, of the episode is, is because I really didn't know anything about this. And, and like Danny said, I did want to make sure that, that Danny and, and Zoe had the space, <clears throat> excuse me, the space to talk about their experiences and to share, you know, vulnerable parts of, of where they've been and, and how transformative medicine has helped them. But I learned a lot. I really did. And I want to like tell you some of the tidbits that I learned, but I also want you to be able to hear it yourself. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to, this is going to be as, as Danny says, like a deep dive into transformative medicine, the power of fungi. And I bet everyone in their lives knows a fun guy. Um, true. That's good. I like that. And that's, I, like that. I like that. We know that's a fun true. guy. His name is yes, Guy yes. from the Pathfinder. Yes. 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 And, you know, for I'll be open real quick on this intro. Transformative medicine really helped me with my anxiety and depression and my mental health and my, my well-being. Um, I want to be very honest with that because I think a lot yeah. of times mental health is not talked about. And I know I know you, Laura, are a very big advocate being very open about your journey. And by any means, I'm not promoting transformative medicine to anyone. Um, it's I'm not preaching about it. It's just sharing information, sharing our journeys. Mm-hmm. It's not for everyone. It's not a one size fits all. It's just like yeah. anything in the world. So this is just information, maybe a good story to hear. Maybe yeah. you're interested. Maybe you're on the fence. Maybe you're curious. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts um, about this episode. Um, and if you have, like I said, if you have any questions, um, please send it to us and thank you for listening. Um, yeah. thanks for all your support. Absolutely. And one final sort of disclaimer, um, you know, before we dive right in, as, as Danny and I have said before, our podcast is for everyone. Uh, we want everyone to feel welcome, whether you do drink alcohol and want a night off or you are in recovery and will only have like, you know, 0.0% ABV or maybe not even that. Um, but we are not strictly a sobriety and recovery podcast. So, if, you know, if you're looking for one of those, we know lots of people who have great, mm-hmm. great shows like that. Um, we live our lives alcohol free and we each have our own journeys that way. Um, but again, this is, this is a more sort of inclusive look into what it can mean to be alcohol free and, 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 and things that, you know, kind of go with that or, or maybe don't necessarily go with that according to stereotype. Um, and now I'm babbling, but I will find a creative way to edit. And um, maybe I won't edit, <laughs> but uh, we really do hope you enjoy this episode. And thank you again, Danny, for being so honest and raw. And we want to just thank Zoe Henderson again, who uh, really just like was amazing, is amazing. And I can't wait to crack open some cans of function, too, because I don't have any more. I don't have any more. Sad. So I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a few in my fridge um, right now. But yes, nice. um, Check out Function. A good resource as well is Fantastic Fun Guy um, on Netflix. Just talking about not even just talking about mushrooms, just the, the beauty of mushrooms mm. um, and not even the psychoactive ones, just like actually mushrooms you see in the forest or somewhere else and stuff. Um, also, go on YouTube, look up, which Zoe shared with us. You'll, the you'll mushroom hear music, yeah. the mushroom music, which was absolutely mind blowing. And I actually found out that mushrooms so humans share the most DNA similar to mushrooms. 
more than anything in the whole world. Our DNA is so similar to mushrooms that- But not if a like mush- apes? But yeah, not no, like- I, 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 let me, I guess it's by plants. Like anything plants okay. or like, you know, that like, kind of okay. thing. But our oh. DNA, apparently, reading about this, is so similar to mushrooms, for instance- uh, if a mushroom is exposed to sunlight, it develops a vitamin D just like humans do with our skin. Whoa, so like, that is weird. So I've actually learned more about just, you know, your everyday mushrooms, mm-hmm. you know, that you eat like shiitake or, you know, like um, portobello. Button. And then just, yeah. And, and yes. <laughs> Cute as a and button it, mushroom. <laughs> yes. And even more and stuff. Right. Um, I, I think they're super, super fascinating. Um, but yeah, check out different resources. Have fun with it. Send me that um, link so I can put everything in the show notes because we'll have a link for Fantastic Fungi. I'll put yeah. the link again for the the mushroom music. We had that in our first episode, yeah. and then and then that most recent one because that would be that'd be yeah. fascinating to read about. Yeah, and and once and the final thing, thank you to everyone just for listening and being on this journey with us. Um, we really appreciate you and it, review it, us, review us, <laughs> like us, share us, please do share all the us. things. Yeah. Um, as we, because I met major props and love to Zoe for being vulnerable and Laura being vulnerable too. And myself, um, all of us, it is, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of passion stuff and time to, to, to share your story. Um, and it sometimes it, 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 it's hard, but, uh, when you're with good people with good vibes and also good music and good beverages, mm. don't, mm-hmm. don't hurt. All of it. It makes it makes it a lot easier, um, and I think we're rambling because, uh, yeah, it's special. So just take okay. it away. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. We're we're both alcohol free, um, and and this podcast is obviously about non-alcoholic beverages and music. Um, but it is important for people to know that this is not a sobriety podcast, even though I might yeah. be a hundred percent sober. I'm uh, what some people call sober serious. I have a very mm-hmm. sober curious mindset and want to sort of embody that and how I go about things. And so even in my own journey, I've moved away from the language of, recovery only mm-hmm. and and talk more about being alcohol free the non-alcoholic beverage movement and and with some some pockets of the sober movement that's kind of still kind of like a no-no um because it is quote unquote triggering for some people to why would you have a beer like you're just on the path to drinking again like why would you have wine and there's a lot of that kind of attitude with some parts of the 100% sober community. And what I think is really powerful for everyone right now is this mindful drinking movement. And it's like we're getting away from this really toxic culture that we have where alcohol and drugs is so mainstreamed and so normalized and so integrated into our culture that it's been made okay. And actually it's not okay because it's doing harm to our mental health. It's doing harm to our physical health. And the fact that there's a mindful movement where people are more considerate about what they're putting into their bodies, they're more considerate about when and how and the effects that it has on them. Like this is a really amazing step that I think society is taking and it's Mm -hmm. not all of society, but it's a lot of us. And it's, we're having conversations that we wouldn't have had 10 years ago certainly 
um, or 15 years ago or even five years ago for some people. And this mindful drinking movement, which is inclusive to everyone, and that could be completely sober to just moderating their drinking or even to just starting to take positive actions in their lives to really have those inner conversations with themselves. And is this the best thing for me? And is this the best thing for my friends and my family? I think this is a really positive place that we're in right now. Um, And it should be inclusive to everyone, whether you are completely sober, whether you're moderating, whether you're just realizing that actually your relationship to substance ABC is not as Mm. positive as you might've thought it was, I think is a really positive place for us all to be in. For sure. And I've told people about Sipple. I go, I let people know that Sipple is not a sober company. Uh, we are all inclusive community for everyone. Doesn't matter it, if you drink, you don't drink, or whatever. We welcome you no matter what and and stuff. And so we stress that to, I mean, anyone that wants to know any any brands or companies that have reached out to us for partnerships and stuff. Um, we have let them know um, about that and stuff like that. And I think that everyone's on their own journey, and we don't have to understand their choices, no. um, but we should try to respect them. That's what it really comes down to. Um, yeah. is that respect, you know, and real quick, I've been canceled by a lot of people in the non-alcoholic space already. Laura and I honestly actually haven't talked about this either, but there's a, there's, there's a good number of people that have told me I'm not sober enough for them. I'm going to have wow. canceled me. Um, and I, my response to them is just like, well, that makes me mad. Honestly, that, that, that's, that's, and I said, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I a never said I was sober because I have uh, utmost in love and respect for the sobriety community, and that and I don't I have so much respect for that word and just that philosophy and mindset. But I was like, I've never said that. I've mm-hmm. specifically have always said I live my life alcohol free. But I was just like, but if we're gonna sit here and talk about community, community yeah. is all about accepting others their path. Yeah. As long as someone's not preaching onto others like what they should do and stuff like being very mindful of one another. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting when we get in this conversation about even just CBD beverages um, or even functional beverages that are mood altering. Mm-hmm. When I've had when in the store and outside of the store, people have said, oh, well, you know, I don't want anything mood altering. I was like, okay, all right, I get you. Um, and, you know, and we they've talked about microdosing and different things and CBD and, and all this stuff. And I go, and so if the conversation continues and it gets a little bit more in depth, I go, can I ask you a question? Do you drink coffee? There you and, when go. The answer, and when the answer is yes, I'm like, that's mood altering. If you're, we're talking about caffeine, that is a mood altering thing. Yeah. So it's a, you can't say a blanket statement out there that you're against all, if anyone's ever said you're against all mood altering substances or beverages, caffeine, coffee, tea, all, all that is one of it as stem. So we need to have equal respect for everything and people's choices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And once again, don't yuck, don't yuck someone's yum. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if someone chooses to do that in a very mindful and respectful way, you know what? We should try to build this non-alcoholic community like a community and accept one another and, and to build it out. Um, even with the new work that's coming out with psilocybin mushroom, you know, it's even they are getting a more respected um, kind of image in in society where it's not just mushrooms that, you know, loads of kids take it apart and get fucked up and, you know, want to jump off a building. Like that had that really, you know, it did. They, you know, mushroom psychedelics had a really bad rap for a long time when actually we're now understanding the amazing powers behind psychedelics and, and mushrooms in particular. There's a lot of work happening at Imperial, at John Hopkins, in University in the UK where actually mm-hmm. these psilocybin trials are happening and 
the the isolating compounds in psilocybin that are really beneficial for depression for anxiety and a non-psychoactive you know um concentrate so mm-hmm. much like cbd with weed you know this isn't getting you high you're not tripping from it but you're taking the beneficial compounds within within mm. these mushrooms and actually using it to alleviate some you know some ailments that are really crippling our society depression anxiety and, and other mental health issues so yeah it's i feel like we're having a, a renaissance with mushrooms and fungi um even though they've been here since the dawn of time and have been symbiotic in our evolution of crawling out the primordial soup you know mushrooms and fungi <laughs> are, are everywhere and we've forgotten about them you know they're in our microbiome they are literally the web that helps together ecosystems um and they're incredible and that is uh yeah it's mushrooms are, are coming back again they're coming back around wow well you certainly have a lot to say about mushrooms we love it <laughs> i battle anxiety i mm-hmm. you know and i i want to touch on base when you're talking about psilocybin and stuff yeah. in a second but i do want to talk about something i know we talk about you know really this podcast we, we like to focus on music and um, you know, not alcoholic beverages and stuff, but we're talking about a lot of really interesting, deep, inspiring topics. I think a lot of people have questions about or are mm. curious about or having these conversations um, or maybe feel lo- alone about because, you know, Laura did talk about the 12 step. And I think for a long time, there was like, you dr- you did drink alcohol and then there was like AA. There was like, it was a very black and white world. Yeah. And it, well, there's- Yeah, that's all that was offered it, to me, so. And there's and there's this gray area. There's always been the gray area, but now people are actually re- realizing that there's gray area drinkers yeah. and there's people mm-hmm. that drink less or drink more. And also what fits in there, and honest, and this is gonna be, this is gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm really looking forward to this because Laura I and I have actually- coming. <laughs> Laura, Laura and I have actually never talked about this. Oh, um, then I don't know what's together. coming. I thought well, I did. We have to talk about um, psilocybin. So it's that. a very it's it's a very misunderstood thing and in 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 the world and stuff. And so we brought it up first. And I think it's another thing with social conditioning and pressure. And my friend said this, and I laughed because it's true. They're like, man, the hippies in the sixties and seventies were right. You know, yeah. what a lot of things of what they were doing. And yes, psilocybin is in it's in FDA trials in the U.S. too but it's still widely misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, now for me, you know, I tell people like, I'm not, I'm not sober cause I'm not. Um, I have sober friends like Laura and other people and I have the utmost love and support for and respect for the sobriety community. I have always told people I live my life alcohol free. Um, there's a reason for that. And now, now people I don't know, they inquire. And sometimes I'm like, you know, this is my journey. But I like things from the earth. And one of them is, um, and we will definitely, you know, you're going to hear the, the disclaimer in, in, in the intro for this. Mm-hmm. We do, I do microdose. Mm-hmm. I microdose mm-hmm. on psilocybin all the time. And my one of my best friends who I've microdosed with, he calls it soul asylum because he can't say psilocybin. He can never remember <laughs> how to say soul it. Soul asylum. Oh, like runaway train. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yes, exactly. Love that so, I'm not surprised about this. And I'm not judging you either. I'm very curious, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I really want to hear your 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 mindset about this too, because we've never had this conversation. I started microdosing in 2020, and it was or sorry, mm. 2021, and it was a game changer for me. Oh. Um, just recently, and yes, I've macrodosed, but <laughs> I love microdosing. And what people don't know about my about uh, microdosing, you're not getting high, and it's not yeah. like just like it's it's similar, but it's still different. But like CBD, you're not gonna take CBD and feel 
the effects of like, you know, above 0.3% of of cannabis or high. So is that what Zoe was saying before about isolating the compounds that work, but don't actually um, get you high? Psychoactive. Yeah. Have health benefits. Exactly. So I started doing psilocybin for, for a couple of major things, anxiety, Mm -hmm. anxiety and stress. Um, And it helped honestly has ground me and it's been super life-changing for me. I don't, Mm -hmm promote psilocybin to people. I'm very respectful. I know that I don't drink alcohol, but it's, it's, I can microdose on psilocybin and I'm not triggered by anything else, but that's Mm -hmm. me. I know other people are, so I'm very respectful of the conversation, but I do understand and know that we're all on our own journeys and to be respectful of other people. And look, my friend actually grows her own mushrooms. She makes me teas. Um, -hmm. So actually you've seen me drinking teas. (laughs) on recording podcasts while, while drinking my magical fun guy microdose tea that I drink most mornings. It's because you're a fun um, guy. I am a mm-hmm. fun guy. And I, and I do 21, <laughs> I do, every month, I do 21 days and I take seven days off. But okay. you, t- you don't get high. It, so, you know, for anyone listening, and we're not, um, by any means, we're not trying to trigger you or anything like that. But if you're curious, do your own research. There's a mm-hmm. lot out there about studies by scientists, doctors, um, about the positive effects yeah. of microdosing on psilocybin, even LSD, even MDMA, even okay. with veterans. But mm-hmm. yes, about PTSD. Especially with yeah, about PTSD. So, and I bring this up because I want to loop this into South by Southwest that we got asked to do. That function was actually a partner yeah. for. It was the first year that at South by Southwest in Austin they did transformative medicine and mm. in therapy, transformative That's medicine. Cool is in is psychedelic medicine. They mm-hmm. are talking about the positive effects of all these things. And it still is widely misunderstood. Now, when we were at that event, people came out to the bar and there was no booze. It was a private event for almost 400 people. There was no alcohol. It was just a simple bar. Only positive, only, only got positive feedback by it. The only question that we got was, are there any psychedelic mushrooms in any of these beverages? And I'm like, no, right. there's, there's yeah. not. There are some functional. Were they disappointed though? <laughs> no, they just wanted to know. So okay. some people didn't want, they don't, they, they weren't looking for psychedelic right. mushrooms. Like they, some probably were, but people weren't, they were interested. But the cool part about this event was there was people from all over the world. There were, there was doctors, there was scientists, there were shamans there. Hmm. There was, pe- there's people in suits, people in togas, like literally That's like so wearing cool. barely anything. But mm, you got this cool. box of life of this understanding and I, and I do bring this up on a personal serious note to let people know, like there is this gray area and mm-hmm. there is not one size fits all. You know, if you drink less, you, you don't drink at all, but there's definitely positive effects. Do your own research, make your own mind up about it. But mushrooms mm-hmm. are amazing. They help hold a lot of power and magic. And Zoe did tell me a long time ago about the documentary, Fantastic Fun Guy, which I watched mm-hmm. with my kids. Mind Other people blown. have recommended that to us, haven't yeah. they? It's an yes. incredible, it's an incredible documentary. Um, and it's been help really helpful in like mainstreaming 
mushrooms and, and the different parts and the, you know, the psychedelic mushrooms as well. Yeah. Interesting fact, I was actually part of the studies at King's College in London, which were the same studies that were happening in John Hopkins in the US. Um, not the artist John Hopkins that I said I liked. I was it, like, confused a little bit before. Confusing. I was like, wait, the university makes music? Okay. Yeah, the University of <laughs> John Hopkins. Um, and I was actually part of the psilocybin trials in London. Hmm. Um, and we worked with doctors for um, a couple of weeks and we were dosing with um some people had placebos some people had psilocybin varying levels it was a double blind test so mm. nobody knew who was having what but it was fascinating to see how um you know these mushrooms are coming back into the mainstream where a lot of this work was started in the 70s by the guys at um, Harvard and John Hopkins Timothy Leary Ram Das and it all went a bit wrong and it all got a bit out of hand and Timothy Leary mm. kind of um yeah went a bit overboard with it and and you know it ended up on the war on drugs and it all getting completely shut down and this bad rep around psychedelics and mushrooms and psilocybin and LSD and that's changing now and, and people are, are using it as a way to empower their health and there's a lot of pushback and people go you know would you rather be you know trusting pharmaceutical companies who are getting people hooked on oxytocin and all these other drugs that are you know not good for us and it's it's putting a big sledgehammer over something when you need a band-aid and it's just um mm. yeah looking back to nature and how we can help nature to help heal us is is a really exciting progression in our own journeys for empowering our health and the very fact that these events are happening at things like South by is incredible um but there's a lot of education to do with people so people understand what it is why it is you know it's not recreational this is about therapy and treatment this is about mm -hmm. ceremonial use and really respectful use of these herbs and plants and ethnogens as they're called um and yet yeah, we're it's a whole new world opening up and it's it's very exciting and i very think it also like, takes people Go ahead, Laura. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say quickly that it takes people to talk about things on both sides. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of people in the non-alcoholic space that are afraid to talk about, or not afraid, but they, they are, that might be similar and in, in are afraid to talk about these things or, or a, a afraid of judgment, criticism, mm -hmm. misunderstanding. Um, just like with alcohol, maybe when they stop drinking, afraid to lose friends, afraid to yeah. lose maybe their significant other and stuff. And the reason why I'm being vocal on here today, and then I'm also vocal on other things is just let people know, hey, do you, you're not alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're all on your own, you're all on your own journeys. There are, find your tribe that's going to accept you for who you are, no matter what, be respectful, no matter what. Um, but it takes people to speak out you know, research and doctors and all that stuff, but also takes on just a personal uh, mm -hmm. people just to speak out about it, um, to know. And I've had a lot of very interesting, amazing conversations with so many people about this outside the non-alcoholic space and especially in the non-alcoholic space that are interested, curious, you know, and just want to know more about it and stuff and have only heard one side or, or different things. Yeah. So um, I appreciate, you know, on this podcast, Laura for, or, and Zoe for allowing us to talk about this 